All right, thanks for listening and calling into the show today. Thanks to Abdallah and Justin Pottinger. Abdallah will be joined by the one and only Tyler Aki tonight after Waddle and Sylvia are over. Tyler's back from the Dominican. Well, Tyler's back. Black is in Cabo. So Tyler's going to jump on with Abdallah tonight, 6 Love to 8. It. Guys yeah. living their best lives. That's yeah, what you, you should know, do. Yeah, sure, this That's time you should do. Absolutely. Get out of this nonsense. It's a good thing. Sorry, boys. It's okay, kid. There we go. We on, we on your reels? Reels? No, no. We, uh, I was on X. X. Where all the idiots go to play. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Sylvia, well, I know you like that. Well, X. <laughs> The Graham. Welcome. Uh, the Graham. Oh, those are two different the things. No, the there. I said the X, and then I and said the Graham. The Graham. I, I do the like Instagram. Instagram. I clearly made them two separate things. I also like Instagram. I, I like Instagram. I mean, I know it's, you know, it's still a lot of nonsense, but it's, I don't know, I like it. I, I like nonsense. Johnny, do you have a I winter like coat, it. or is that serving as your winter coat? Mm. Let me show you how thick this is. That sounded and weird. And your yeah. coat. And oh, let me yeah. touch your it coat. sounded really weird. Oh, yeah, I know, but it's still. The anteater is. is out. It is. Let me show you how thick this is. You are, like, you are not affected by the uh, temperatures well, as much I'm as I'm most. I'm a layer guy, guys. Yeah, I'm a layer show you guy. my thickness. I mean, I yeah. saw a guy yesterday who had five layers on. I see, you know what? You're doing it right. Let me see this thing. Yeah, go ahead. Not, you don't have really, any headgear, though. Oh, then yeah. he's got another hoodie underneath there. Yeah. What is that? I got all types of stuff, dude. Do you have gloves? Don't worry about me. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't have I gloves? Like what happened if the yeah. car broke down and you didn't have gloves? It's zero hey, out. Right here. Bite what me? Does say? It says bite me. That's right. There you go. That's how cold I am. Bite me. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it means exactly what do you think. <laughs> okay. But, like, what are you going to do without the gloves? Well, I'm fine. Okay. That was a big 90s term, wasn't it? Bite me. Bite me. I got gloves in the car. I got my golf mittens in the car. Okay. Tyless. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. I got a winter hat in the car. I got nice. another jacket in the car. There you go. So you're, you're, you're ready. I've got go. stuff in the car. Good. Yeah. You're, you're emergency preparedness. Yes. Right. You got a month's worth of uh, frozen food. I don't have jumper no. tables. That's a problem. You have a CB. Uh, no, I do not have a Citizens Band radio, though, unfortunately. But that's not bad. Breaker, breaker, one night. What happens you remember if they, uh, this knock out the uh, cell phone You remember what Sylvie's handle was back in the day? Uh, How about on. a shortwave radio? Come on. What was my handle? You know it. He's Wait, told us this a hundred times. Come on now. You know what it was. Come on. Uh, Bulls fan. No, no, no. no, no, no. This no. is when he was like really yes. young and the family was going on trips. What, he was in the Bulls fan? 70s. The 70s. What was big in the 70s? They were listening Tom to, Borwinkle. They were listening to Kenny Rogers. That had nothing to do with sports. Breaker went on. Breaker went on. Here's the Borwinkle. What was big in the 70s that had nothing to do with sports? Sports, right. Uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, let's see. He's still he with us, too. Nixon. Tricky Dick Nixon. He's yeah, Tricky Dick, yeah. Yeah, he's dead. White House Plumbers uh, 2020. <laughs> Is that what it was? Is that wow. it? No? <laughs> Would have never what guessed was, you'd go in that handle? direction. What, what was your handle? handle? Well, my handle was Littlefoot. Little all the truckers' handles were How Bigfoot. Right. This is Bigfoot. Yeah. Breaker one nine. Yeah. Breaker one nine. Uh, this is Bigfoot. And so I went Littlefoot. Yeah. Small hands, little feet. Hey, this is Littlefoot. Yeah. <laughs> What's your 1020? What's your 20? That's awesome. Uh, what is your 1020? What does in, that mean? Uh, usual Which suspect. Is location? 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 Yeah. Yeah. Is that your 20 or is 20 in, short no, for 1020? Yeah, 20 short for 1020. In, in usual 20? suspects, was it a little foot that they had to meet in no, California? Red foot. Red foot. Red foot. Yeah. There you go. Red foot they had to meet. Good old red Good foot. Good trivia there for you. That's right. Yeah. You're on top I of it, I used man. to talk to the truckers. What did Driving they down to St. Louis. Yeah. Did you ask about oh, their 1020? What's your 1020? He's like, yeah. 
What's the movie that the, the trucker terrorizes the two kids after they mess with him? Joyride? What was that called? Remember that, that one? Yeah, Almost, every 90s. Yeah. Almost yeah. every no, movie. Almost every movie. No, it was like the late 90s, though. You guys remember that? Was it called Joyride? And it was, what's his name? It was a guy who played Buffalo Bill that played the, the, the evil trucker. Very, very scary guy. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, about, uh, Buffalo Bill. what about Cam Neely in Dumb and Dumber? No, that's, well, that's good. Seabass. He's a trucker. Seabass. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. See, because when we went on road trips. Did you ever take a shower at a truck stop? No, hell okay. no. What are you I talking know. about? I'm where'd you go saying. to Grand Canyon? I mean, as a kid, where'd you guys go? Grand no, Canyon? We went to, Mount we, Rushmore? Where'd you guys Lu- go? We went to, like, the road trips we went to were St. Louis, okay. Cincinnati to Kings Island. Yes. Sure. We, we went to, first we went to St. Louis. Did you ride the Beast? Well, yeah. Oh, uh, no. I, I, I was you rode the Beast. I was originally scared of roller coasters. Which now I love crazy. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then we went to the big, We then we went to the big road trip of Florida. We Where drove to Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah. Where'd you go, Dustin? We, well, first we went to Miami, the Miami area. Wow, that's all. Awesome. That's that's awesome. awesome. right. Two stops. Yeah, oh, two stops. Two stops. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We, well, Harv wasn't uh, going straight. Usually, through. you get you get down to Chattanooga, and then once you're in Chattanooga, yeah. you make it the rest of the way. Yeah, we t- let once we left at night. We left like after school one day. Yeah, so we had to stop early, like in right. Kentucky. Oh, Northern Bowling Green, yeah. Bowling Green. Yeah. And somewhere around Atlanta then. Welcome to Covington, Kentucky, ladies and gentlemen, home of the yeah. greater Cincinnati airport. Yeah, if you're going all the way from Atlanta, I mean, that's a 12-hour ride. Yes. Yeah, that's 12 hours. Something like Miami, yeah. Oh, it's oh, like it's like it. eight hours from Tampa to yeah, Atlanta, so it's it. got to be 12 yeah. hours. Yeah. But look, there were no iPads. There, there were none of this stuff. No, so you were what singing. Did, what did we have? We had the CB. And we would try and get the the, the truckers, truckers to, to honk at Give us. you a little right. horn. Yeah. Give you a little we horn. would have fun with truckers. We, we didn't even have a CB, so he was lucky. How many times we didn't have a CB? Did you run through 100 bottles of beer on the wall? Oh, oh for sure. Are, oh, yeah. At least the license plate game, like right. how many states. You billboards. Need. We played the billboard you game. Sure. You go through the alphabet, you get an A. We did that. Uh, yeah. Find a Q. Can you imagine having the patience today to be sitting in a car having all that going on? My kids would laugh at me. Ask Probably Meller, tell them to play uh, the billboard yeah. game. Ask Meller when we drove back from Canton. That's a, that's well, Meller a put a his seatbelt on and his head down, right? Because yeah. he said, you know, we're going like 90. We were playing the NFL. Remember, we were playing the NFL game. Adam we name, name players. <laughs> you had reverses. It reverses, but yeah. In the Adrian meantime... While while Yurko did his uh, impression of Colonel Angus, Colonel Angus, Christopher oh, Walken, the whole ride, right? the whole ride. Yeah. He I mean, loves it. Where maybe it's not the whole ride, damp. but for probably three straight hours, he, we could do that again this year when we go for Hester. Yeah. All he did was Colonel Angus. Colonel Angus. So three every hours. every word that came out of his mouth was done. Every in- word. Like, we came up on a Was bad it funny the whole time, or did no. it get old? I mean, no. it's funny. So this maybe the first 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we Even- came up on a storm, and he's like, oh, look at those clouds <laughs> out there in the storm. <laughs> I mean, the three straight hours. The lightning, boys, the storm's going to cross over us when we get down the highway. And that's that's listen, Kenny three hours. The first, three hours. The first 30 minutes, you're laughing your ass off. An hour in, you're chuckling just to humor him. Yeah. Ninety minutes in, you're like, "There's no way I'm gonna <laughs> kill him. Keep He's going. Right out of steam. Grab the wheel, Grab the wheel. And we took Route 30 all the way back. We took Route 30 <laughs> because it was right in front of us, and there was construction like on portions of 90. We took Route 30 the whole way. Which is a back road, right? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. We got is it four lanes? Well, we got through four yeah, lanes. Yeah, it is. It is. In yeah, most two, parts, it's four lanes. Two on each side. That's what I mean. Oh, yeah. Two on each side. That's what I mean. It's four lanes. Yeah. It was something, boys. That's what I mean. Most of I-65 is, a lot of I-65 is only yeah. four lanes. Yeah. 
Two and two. Hundred percent correct. Up. And that that is always under construction. Mm. If Hester Better goes now. in. Uh, and, and if Peppers goes too, I'm definitely. I'll go and, and, and Mongo's going definitely in. Definitely, Mongo's going. Yeah, in. yeah. We, we have Mongo. Definitely we got to go. be there. Mongo's our teammate. I'm going. We got to take take one of the buses. Yeah, like Sylvie said, they might be the Hall of Fame. Get Winnebago. George on the line. Windy City Limo. Yes. Yeah, George. Just like just yeah. like when we went for yes. uh, the World Series. Yes. Well, we went. We oh, could piss in a peanuts uh, jar again. He did. That's right. Windy City Limo took us to Louisville last year too. We were how about it? We were making. Uh, I made old fashions in the back of the Wendy Siddle. They was, got mad yeah, at me for awesome. like, hey, you're peeing into a. I said it's either that or you're going to have to stop. Do you want to stop? Well, what? who got mad at you? I think Delavitt wasn't Delavitt all mad. I think Deli man, Deli man, Delavitt was mad because he was down a grand. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's why he was. Some of the things Delavitt did in college. I mean, geez, oh boy. Yeah. And the plant and the yeah. peanuts uh, thing yeah. is not so yeah, bad. Yeah, that's nothing compared well, to what the problem. Was is there were still peanuts in there, and guys were still I trying think to eat he's them. He's still banned from Peoria. No. They they won't let him back into Peoria. No. You know that the whole Big city else. limit. Yeah, they told him he's not welcome. <laughs> that was a great trip. Searching the good. It was a great trip. Reputation. It was a great trip. Someone was down two G's on that trip, weren't they? I, I, and in oh, between, they yeah. rallied back. They made a yes. rally. They but rallied. there was a time when and then someone... the game was over. Yeah, it had gotten a little too hot yes. and heavy. Yeah, and then the game was over, and it was like everybody just took a deep breath and said, Whoosh. "Yeah." I think Meller got mad at me for smoking a cigar on that. Well, uh, Meller, yeah. I was pretty sick. Well, he's asthmatic. I know. I'm asthmatic. Yeah, and it was. I was like, "What are you smoking for?" This is gonna be painful. I'm like, "Do we have to do this?" So he's like, "Yeah." On a road trip, I'm like, oh god, I had a terrible sinus infection. It was rough. Well, see, oh, and, then, and I wasn't allowed to smoke any heaters that either. Was, uh, your that, team wins the pennant, you get to smoke a cigar. That was when the, either that or when your team wins at Soldier Field hey. for their seventh win, you get to smoke yeah. a cigar. Yes, I smoked exactly. a cigar after they won the World Series in Cleveland, and the lady asked me to put it out. I, yeah, I, I said, "Here, I said, I won't smoke it. I just let it extinguish." I had, I had such a bad si- like sinus and ear infection, and I flew back from Vegas two days before that. I thought my eardrum uh, was going to pop, and it all, the, the, I was like, "The doctor's like, you're probably lucky it didn't." That's awful. Yeah, because they're like, "You've got a and really then not severe to mention ear infection." And the, like the last thirty minutes oh, into O'Hare. I couldn't believe how much pain I was in. I'm like, man, is my... You can't mess what? with your infection. Dude, no. and then I, my doctor literally then, because I went to get a, a, some medicine when I got back I got back on Sunday night the next day. Right. And he goes, like, you're lucky it probably didn't pop. Yeah, you are lucky. And then I was like, well, I said, well, it's a good thing we're driving to Cleveland on this trip. He goes, yeah, don't fly. Yeah. He's like, do not fly. Well, right and then now. you had to watch the other team in town go through the World Series instead of your favorite team, the yeah, White Sox. Yeah, that was all right. I yes, no, I saved so Delhi's life on that trip. Yeah, that was the other oh, thing. Oh, it's because that. he, had, he had like a staff infection, yes. right? Yeah, no, he had on something festering on his knee. And yeah. I said, listen, champ, go to I the go, doctor. this is infected. Yes. You need to go see a mobile clinic. You need to go somewhere. He went to urgent care. Right. And the guy, you know, got it and they kind of relieved it a little bit. But the infection never went away. He got back here. He really had to take some shots, and they had to lance it. They had to get in there. It was a was it staff? Yeah. series of boils. They went in there, cut it, and it, and it just he said it started oozing like lava. Yeah, it's a good yeah. thing you told him. Got it out of there. Yeah, otherwise, man, you'd have caught a fever. You know, you catch that fever, your blood gets infected, sepsis. And the next thing you know, it's hasta la bye-bye. Cowbell ain't helping that. that. No. Ain't no cowbell that there. Ain't no cowbell for so, that. We're glad we. I noticed it. Yeah. He went in and got it looked at right away, and then when he got back, they gave him something topical. That's a topical. See, boy, you need something in the vein, dude. You need the main line of vein. You need to get some real medicine you in you, my friend. In the vein. Yeah. Then they lanced and got rid of all the, you know, the the. Ugh. How big was it? The juice. It was. 
It was big. It was substantial. Yeah. It was. It made him limp. That's how big it was. Yeah. Yeah. Was, Two delicate stories. I oh love yeah, it. the boil. It was also the trip we were. Waddle and I were sitting at the Starbucks in Cleveland in the hotel where the Cubs were staying. Yep. Do you remember this, Waddle? We were sitting, I believe, with Jorge Soler's brother. Was I think it so, brother yeah. or I think yeah. brother-in-law? And, and he was. And he, he was telling us how pissed Soler was that he wasn't getting playing time. Yeah. yeah. This was, and, and like we found out how many guys who were actually pissed on that Cubs team, including yeah, uh, Miggy Montero. Miggy Miggy complained on parade day to us on the record. Hey, what about the one day we had him as a guest? Finally got a Cub guest. <laughs> then he had ripped Terry and they, and they yeah. caught him. Oh, and it, was yeah, it was fantastic. And it was over. Yeah. It was one great. week. One you guys week got Montero show. And he actually then came on and he. He backed up uh, Montero. He, he said, look, I still love Miggy. He did. But but anyway, so Larry's brother was telling us how badly uh, Jorge wanted out. That he wasn't getting playing time. Then he went to KC and hit like 50 bombs. Yeah, and yeah. he got his wish. And then he got yeah. a, uh, a ring with he the, got a, the brand dollars. Yeah. I think he wasn't, wasn't he the NLCS? Yeah. I think he was the MVP. World Series. World Series. Was he the World no. Series MVP? I thought, I thought uh, Rosario was, wasn't he? Did I think he, he, he was one of the, one of the series... Co-MVPs or MVP? Mm, man, I don't if, remember If not the that. World Series, it was, I want to say, the, the league champion. I thought it was like Eddie Rosario that went nuts. Yeah, it was Solaire. It was. Wait, in both? In, the, what, in the, 21, yeah. In the NLCS, I mean, or in the World uh, Series? I don't have the NLCS. I just have the World Series. So the World Who Series. was the NLCS MVP? NLCS MVP was Rosario. That was Rosario. So he went nuts, and then yeah. Solaire did in the in the World Series. But yeah, his brother was telling us, wow. boy, he went, you know, he's not getting the playing time. Holy cow. They told him he was going to play. He's not getting the PPT. The kid can't hit. Oh, yeah. Where's he now? He Miami. was a free Miami. agent, isn't he? Yeah. He was a free agent. He's free agent. agent. Is he still? Is he? No, I think he's free agent now. Is yeah. He was in yeah, Miami he is, last yeah. year. Is he right. free agent? He's made $15 million last year. $12 million a year before that. $65 million in his career. Not bad. Sounds like a perfect yeah. White Sox, a right-handed hitter like that's that. getting older. Yeah. <laughs> All of his best days. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it a perfect White Sox? I, no, Come on. Go get Jorge Soler. Let's go, Chris. He's only 31. Maybe two years from now, you'll get him. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you gotta wait for a he's couple way years. Too yeah, he's too way too youthful. He's yeah. way too young. They're a little bit more seasoning. Yeah, the White Sox were a little <laughs> upset they signed the catcher they did. They couldn't find a 40 year old catcher. Right, yeah. They had he to needs, settle on a 37 year old. We think he needs a little bit more. He's got to prove yeah. it a little bit more. Let's sign him with Chris. Does Chris Getz still not like his team? Because I know I don't. I'll give him credit. At least Getz has been honest about yeah. it. At least he looks at what they built and he's like, oof. I'll give the guy credit for that. Did Tim Anderson end up anywhere? No, no, not no. yeah, not yet. I asked Jesse that last week. I was like, "What's going on with TA?" He's like, "Nothing really. Nothing. Market's yeah. kind of slow for guys like that, right?" And there's still a few big fish that have to. Well, uh, you they know, don't like our team. I don't either. There's going to be a slew of guys that end up signing right before, right, two days minimum. before, trying to figure out where the hell they're going to play. Yeah, yeah. they'll be calling the shoe companies. Send me some different shoes. Right, this this so set of shoes that. don't work. You're still waiting on that, aren't you? Yeah, yeah that's gone. That's gone. Is what? it over? That's not going to happen. The dream is dead. We the can't get our Jordan dead. shoes. From can't get our golf shoes too. Jordan golf shoes. Can you believe? I'm going to wear them at Pinehurst in North Carolina in in, in March when I go down there. It, it is what it is. Okay, but if I would have told you that at the end of this calendar football season, that whether you want them or like them or not, but that the end of the year you could potentially make a call to. Pete Carroll, Mike Vrabel, Bill Belichick, maybe Mike McCarthy, maybe Ugh. maybe Nick Sirianni. I'm just saying, whoever. Dare you? I'm just saying, like, who else? Who else is there? 
Uh, Jim maybe, Harbaugh. Maybe Tomlin, Harbaugh. Maybe Tomlin. And like, we needed to make sure that Can't we... Can't have Matt down. No. Don't touch Matt. He's yeah. ours. All ours. The floose is loose, baby. I'm just saying, like, I mean... The floose is actually not, not that loose. The floose I mean, is, this is all There's is never been a season. Now, never. again, I don't know if Pete Carroll, like, was ever... You know, Pete's yeah. going to work inside the front office doing something with the Seahawks, right? Isn't he? Isn't that what he's doing? I believe so. That's yeah. what they're saying. I think that he segued to that. And maybe Saban and Belichick at this point is like as great as they are. Maybe the maybe it's the age thing comes into it a little bit. Like Belichick's Pete, working. Bel- you watch Belichick. Belichick's going Belichick's to be coaching the Cowboys next year. One of those teams. And Pete Carroll did not sound like a guy who's done coaching. I did hear that. I did see and something, Miller, where they said. That it wasn't done by the football operations people, it was by said. other people. That's yeah. what Pete said, and yeah. he, you know, yeah. so he said he fought hard to keep his job. Right, that so is it, amazing. If he gets an offer, he will, I, he will be gone. I would hire Pete Carroll. Bef- Am I stupid for saying that I'd hire Pete Carroll right now? Maybe before Belichick. I don't think, I don't think you're, you're stupid. stupid. No, no, I, would, I would do that too. You feel that way? Yeah. It's I don't right. think you're stupid for that. I, I still think what if Belichick, you brought Belichick on as his defensive coordinator. Carol gets I'm the telling you, job. I think Belichick is very, Belichick comes very over, possible. the offensive he's coordinator. Dallas. you got a Croatian yeah. triumvirate coming at you. <laughs> I like it I already. think it's possible. I think Atlanta or Dallas is very possible for Belichick. Well, yeah, Atlanta interviewed him already. Atlanta right, interviewed him. Yeah. yeah. What did you guys make of Mel? Him and Justin Fields together, maybe. What did you think? I mean, is Mel, like, where's Mel getting that? It's what? like, now, again, that's the not. Pick, yeah, he's, oh, he said that, it, like, it, two weeks ago, yeah, Carl. Well, he keeps hitting it. Really? So yeah, somebody he hit telling it again. That? I don't know. The eighth pick? That would be, uh, wouldn't you drive him to the airport? Yes. I mean, at this point? Yeah. Like, not to be mean, but the eighth pick in the draft. I, I think most yeah. field not supporters. Mean, but. Most field supporters are like, Time to go. we're good with if if you get the eighth pick for uh, Fields. No, I, yeah, really? I heard really? one today even call really? in and say, no. No, I'm no, the I biggest so. field supporter, and if they got the eighth pick, I would wish them well. So I don't think I they're, they're, they're not. They're no. I think there's a there's a faction of the fan base that wouldn't give him up for five first rounders. That's probably true. The first, the eighth, and the ninth. Can you imagine? Like, where's he getting that? I don't know. That's way too. I listened. No. So he did a him and Field did uh, the show. We, we played that. Today. It's called first draft, and first it's also draft. a podcast, but it's also on ESPN. And I Mel's. I think he's getting a little bit over his skis here because he believes the three quarterbacks will be gone. And so he's talking himself into the idea Atlanta needs a quarterback. So why wouldn't they give up the eighth pick? See, this is like, is this not exactly his expertise? He's a draft guy, and he's just like... He's completely throwing it out there. What I heard like, it the first without time, based in any real sort of like inside industry knowledge. Listen, I I heard this was probably a month ago. I heard Rex Ryan on Get Up say that if he was the Patriots, he would give them their first round pick at four or five for Justin Fields right now. Don't yeah. you remember when he that said was, that? That was like six, was weeks, like six ago. weeks ago. Wait, no, their first round pick is number three. The Patriots, yes, but at the time, said. no, yeah. that's where it was. Was it at the time? Yes, yeah. That's where it was. You wonder why he's not coaching or working in a front <laughs> office anywhere. I mean, it's... Sweet Lord. Yeah. <laughs> what do you say? Okay. I just don't see, like, I oh I, I would say, Carm, honestly, if it's a first-round pick, if that deal is would be made, I think maybe it would be like a 2025 first-round pick. I can't imagine it would be a 2024 first-round pick in the top 10. I don't know. I... That seems crazy. a little stiff to me. A little? He, where was little he? A little stiff. He, you, he was drafted like 11th. Yeah. What? Yeah, it seems a little rich. 
His well, stock is gone up. Listen, all you guys need is two guys to love him. Of course. That's it. Mm-hmm. Well, right now it's just Two guys Mal. love him. It's right. just Mal. It's and Rex. Mel. And Rex. Yeah. Yeah, right. uh, more importantly, two teams to love him. That's yeah. what you're looking hey, for. The Bears gave up two firsts for Jay. Two firsts in Kyle Orton. They yeah, did. but Jay threw for 4,000 yards. Jay was coming off a pro ball parents. 40, uh, 4,500 yards. for like 4,500 yards. Why couldn't he never do that with the Bears? He didn't have Shanahan? I yeah, know. I think that's part of it. 100 yards, you guys. The New York Giants sacked him silly that one day and knocked him into concussion protocol. Do you 4, remember that? 4,500 yards, and he would never do that with What the was more impressive to you? Was it C.J. Stroud or was it Jordan Love? I mean, C.J., considering, he, well, they're both, you know, first-time starters. Stroud did it against a better defense. He did. Uh, I, I got to tell you, man, you, watching C.J. Stroud is... Almost speechless. Yeah. Well, at least he was the second not, pick in the I'm draft. Sure. Jordan Love and what he's doing up there after struggling 20, earlier. What was in he? Twenty one. Was Jordan Love twenty one? Uh, yeah. I mean, at he some was the 21st, point, at some point, twenty fourth. The feeling here in Chicago was they didn't hit their third in a row. No. At some yeah. point earlier in the year, I'm winning this there one. There was out. a little bit of joy. Hey, he, he, so he, now, there was joy. The no, I'm telling you, he's oh. gonna. It's gonna fall back to earth. <laughs> I hope, Sylvie. I don't know, man. You, <laughs> that poor guy, Sylvie. Good luck. You, you, the possibility, poor Sylvie. Yeah. He's like, your I next can't do 14 it. years of sports radio <laughs> might be a living hell for you. That's what you're worried um, about. We sat here and I heard. I can't <laughs> tell you the number of times, like in June and July, there's no chance. That they can get it right a third time. Yeah, Just do the do the math. You, you, you wait till they find out how the other half of us live. Wait till they find out how yeah. all the rest of the NFL lives of the quarterback hell of trying to develop a quarterback. And now, are you kidding me? Got to wait fifteen more years. Now so they yeah. had a quarterback in his first playoff game, basically throw a perfect for the, quarterback rating. For, it'll be for the preponderance of your life. They it's, will have a quarterback. You know, it's crazy. settled quarterback situation in Green Bay. You know, you gave it's the crazy. stats I, the other week. I'm going to go nuts. So Jordan Love in last nine games, yeah, twenty one touchdowns, Jordan. one interception. In his quarterback oh, rating, oh God, quarterback rating of over one eight point five in each of the eight of the nine games. He has only had one game in the last nine games where his QB rating was below one hundred eight point five. You know, the, the, the special spot in hell for me was uh, opening day. If, I, if Jordan Love came in here and balled out, yeah. I thought I would be in a fetal position. Yeah. I did not think that there was a possibility he'd go for four thousand. 32 touchdowns and then would throw for a perfect quarterback rating in his first playoff game and go into Dallas and whip their ass. This, this can't possibly Favre, be Something happening. Favre could never do. Favre never beat Dallas in Dallas. Well, he didn't have Mike McCarthy coaching that other team either. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's no, true. he had Mike McCarthy coaching his. No, no. <laughs> no. Who was it? Who was it? Was it uh, Mike Sherman? It was Sherman? After Holman I, left. I, it was Ray Rhodes and mean, Sherman, I think. I can't believe what was It's happening. crazy. It's crazy, and CJ's uh, like he, he's going to fall back down to earth. I'm telling you, this I is Jeff Garcia. His feel <laughs> is Jeff Garcia went to four uh, Pro Bowls, uh, yeah, but but he didn't. Like, he was, he was short. Jeff Garcia and San Francisco went to four Pro Bowls. Look, I'm going crazy. Okay, yeah. and this is I, I I'm absolutely um, going nuts. It's crazy. By the way, you and saw CJ's just, poise uh, for a rookie. I mean. I, I don't know what to say. Like uh, he missed the one long touchdown throw. It's going to happen. He did, but 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 the hallmark of a good quarterback, even though he's a rookie, is is he, he comes back and makes a difficult throw soon after that. Like his his 
Like, he's throwing dimes out there. His ball down the field. Like it's he, unbelievable. You see, he led the league. He, not rookies. He led the league in quarterback rating and I think completion percentage over expectation on throws more than 20 yards down the field. And he's Quarterback he did, won. Hey, he's, I, like, and he's doing it with Nico Collins. I know. Oh, and yeah. Tank Dell, who's hurt. I got, I got a list for you. I, I mean, it is. Like, it's Dalton Schultz. Meantime, it's incredible. Meantime, we have Bears fans calling into the show. I got a, a call. Did you hear the call with uh, Cap and Jay Hud this morning, I don't Chief Collin? No. We have people calling into the radio station who don't know Caleb Williams, anything about Caleb Williams, but because they're Justin Fields fans who are saying stuff and hating on Caleb Williams simply because they love Justin Fields. They know... I don't know anything really about Caleb Williams. So I like I don't I'm not going to go crazy for him, but I'm not going to rip him. You have people calling into this radio station completely with blinders on ripping it's him. It's just irrational. Do you want to yeah, hear this? Yeah, go ahead. Listen to it. It's what, so irrational. Listen to this. Let's say I'm a I'm a college quarterback. I transfer from Oklahoma, I go to USC. Now I didn't play, I didn't even I played one year at Oklahoma. I didn't play in, in, in a bowl game. I go to USC. I didn't play in no bowl game while I was there. Right? And now you want this guy to come to Chicago and go hard for the Chicago Bears. What happened to the bowl game last year that he played in? I was say he played the bowl game. Yeah, against Tulane. Hello? He didn't play in no bowl game. Yeah, what he, he, played doing? It, he played against what he, Tulane. What he doing? He had 460 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> He played one this year, though they mad. I might even be wrong. I, I, I'm different than you, Cap. I will at least admit that. But I can tell you at least one thing. Like at least say this: if you compare him and Justin Fields, Justin Fields has showed that the word that is missing is heart. Caleb Williams don't have heart. That's why when he didn't play okay, this year, Chief, I gotta the, cut the you off. I gotta stop. I gotta stop you. Hold on a second. Your opinion is not stronger than the facts. The facts hey. don't back up your your argument. A, B. How do you know he has no heart? How many times have you been around him in a huddle, in a practice, in a training camp, in a film session? The answer is zero. So that you, Chief, bring me facts at least. Don't bring me opinion based in stupidity. I already bought you. I already bought, I already bought you a fact. I already bought you a fact. He don't. The reason I can say he don't have the heart is because his team, his team, his team don't even like him. He, he can't do what Justin oh, Fields can they, do. They, Justin Fields showed you last week he the type of guy, he takes a concussion, gets the heck knocked out of him, gets back up, and, and, and takes him more and have the team then play with him. I'm just going to go now. That's that's what we're I'll dealing see, with. I'll see you guys. And at the end of the he day. He may be a bear, but he's got no heart, never played in a ball game, and Justin Fields suffered a concussion last week but kept on playing. The irrational. I mean, we're all Bears fans, too. Like, we, this is what happens when you haven't had a quarterback do what the kid up in Green Bay did this year in his first year as a starter. It's killing us. You see, it is. You see yeah, what's it's driving it's us killing. apart. It's driving us, it's driving mad. us apart. <laughs> yes. We're going to start eating each other, like in Alive. <laughs> Not me. And in Survivors. There'll be no eating Society of, each other. of the Snow. No. Not me. <laughs> no. Check out Society of the Snow on Netflix. No, I've got guys. wonderful flexibility. That's what I've got. I've got well, flexibility. Well, I can see success. Literal or figurative? Yeah, are you eating yourself? I can see it. No. What? I'm what telling you what I'm saying. Great flexibility. <laughs> I got a great flexibility in who the quarterback's going to be. Uh, oh, uh, I, I thought, got, I I thought got he was no being problems. figurative. I can go each, uh, you know, each avenue. I can go with the Justin Fields Avenue, 
I can go with making the club better and uh, going with Caleb Williams Avenue and or the best quarterback that they deem should be the first Let's just get it right. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. Let's get it right. So, yeah, I just want it done right. Get it right. Amen. What what were your big takeaways from the playoff weekend and how it related to I'm going to go crazy, Waddle. I can't believe it. They could have hung 90 on them if they wanted to. I think they might have been able to. Um, the the playoff weekend, see uh, the Caleb Williams declaring for the draft, um, and then the OC. Jordan Love's got him crazy. The o- Jordan Love. I'm going crazy, guys. I'm going crazy. We're keeping it here, by the way. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. And then what is uh, Roman Greg Roman? Yeah. What does this what mean? Does it mean? Is yeah. this pro Justin Fields? Yes. Good. I think good. if you're going to. You guys if you're have going a good to show. If you're going to, uh, and they should, they should do all of their due diligence and homework. If Amen. you are going to consider the avenue of moving forward with Justin, as we've said, you better then bring in somebody who is, I would say, more equipped, but is more adept at at putting together an offense that fits Justin's skill set. Because you've already tried the West Coast Shanahan. You know, Green Bay style. That's not going to work. Now, part of that could be play caller as well, but I don't believe you're going to go down that road again if you're going to keep Justin. If you're going to keep Justin, you're probably going to bring in somebody that can tailor their offense to his skill set more. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, I got no problem with them bringing Again. Who have they talked to so far? So they talked to Shane Shane Waldron. Waldron. He's the OC for the uh, Seattle Seahawks who was with Russell Wilson for a year and then Gino for the last two and rectified his career. Yes. Uh, he but he's off, off of, he, that, that's a shanty off of a shanty. Well, right, right, right. I'm just giving yeah. everyone the background. Right. Clint Kubiak, right. who is in San Francisco right now and was a play caller in Minnesota for yeah. a year. Yeah. So these are all guys who have called plays. Yeah. Greg Roman is a longtime offensive coordinator in the league. Yeah. First was San Francisco with Jim Harbaugh, and then he was the OC in Baltimore with John Harbaugh. Correct. He was the OC when Lamar won his MVP back in 19, 2019? 2019. 2019. That is correct. 2018 was Lamar's first year. Yeah. You should look at his stats. I think he threw for just over 1,000 yards. They were miserable. And Greg Roman comes in, and in his second year, Lamar threw for 36 touchdowns. Yes. And, and, and was an MVP. The one that he, it, I'll say this about Greg Roman. I tweeted it out yesterday. He, he um, took Alex Smith with Jim Harbaugh and they, they made Alex Smith, they reclamated his career. And he became a guy who was the first overall pick. He was a bust in San Francisco. They won a playoff game with him. Uh, he recaptured his career. And they also drafted in that same year Colin Kaepernick, I believe, in the second round. They developed him. The one thing Greg Roman has done is he's developed young quarterbacks. Whether you believe it's just running-style quarterbacks or dual-threat quarterbacks, he has developed quarterbacks. And the one thing that I like what the Bears have done, I always believe that they should have hired a new head coach. That ship has sailed. So they can only deal with what they're doing right now. I like the process of what they're doing now because they're talking to lots of different style offensive coordinators. Get some intel. 
And I also like what they're doing because um, they're talking to guys who have all called plays. Yeah. I don't believe they have the wiggle room to talk to guys who have never called plays before. They don't have that sort of error. Uh, they, they can't project into a future play caller. They need to get a guy who has been there and done that at this point. I agree with you. Some would say, look, it doesn't have to be that way for it to work. I'm with you, though. That's the route I would have. I would choose like the kid in Houston Slowick is was never a play caller and they've done wonders down there with a rookie quarterback. But I'm with you. I would. That was I the, want some, the, the reason the why I would say the that the, the re, but there's a difference there. That was the starting point for that regime. Yes. This this group. This isn't the starting point for this regime. Right. This they are now. In, in a win or or else situation. Well, they tried that route right, before. Right, They need now to get a guy who has been there and done that and has a track record for someone who knows how to either reclimate a career like Greg Roman has done, like Shane Waldron has done with Geno and, and go, or like develop a quarterback. Or you the, could the, hire Jim Harbaugh and he could do both. But again, like that ship has sailed. Oh, that's like, right. like again, I... We can bellyache, and I, I, I believe they've made a mistake. But we can cry over spilled milk all day, or we, we can that. go with we what quite well. the process, and, and, and this is the process. And, again, Greg Roman, in my opinion, has developed quarterbacks. And like you said, they are, they are, there have been far too many teams in town. The, Bo- the Reinsdorf ownership group is notorious at this, and I've always talked about this on the air. When... The Bulls had a chance after Tibbs to interview a bunch of coaches. They just hired Fred Hoiberg. They didn't want to get any information from anybody. They, ju- they didn't interview anyone. Same thing with Jim Boylan. They didn't interview anyone. They just hired Jim Boylan. Same thing with Tony LaRussa. They didn't interview any managers. They just hired a guy. What the Bears are doing, I think, is smart. Because they're going around and they're talking to a bunch of guys. Is Greg, Greg Roman their guy? Who knows? But Greg Roman is going to give them information on what he believes about Justin Fields. Does he believe that Justin Fields can be a great quarterback in this league? Maybe he does. Maybe he'd tell them no. Maybe he'd tell them, I don't think that he can be as good as Lamar Jackson. Maybe he'd tell them, I don't believe he can be as good as Colin Kaepernick. I can't reclimate his career like I did Alex Smith. Who knows what he would tell them? They are getting information on possible draft picks. Can't hurt. From all these guys. So what I think they're doing is smart. You talk to as many bright guys in the NFL and and take this as far down the road as you can. And then take all the information Enter it, like you like to say, into your football calculator and make a smart, sound decision and hire the best offensive coordinator. Yeah, I think they're doing it the right way. Keep your, you know, keep your options open. There's no reason to even contemplate bringing Justin back if you're not going to also consider bringing in somebody that may be able to accentuate the things that he does well. Like if you bring Justin back and you bring in somebody that runs the West Coast offense, you're, you're, you're just asking for more issues. If you're going to consider bringing Justin back, you should consider bringing somebody in that can maximize his dual threat potential. 
And I agree with you 100%. There's nothing wrong with gathering information and picking the brains of some of these guys and how they feel. Now, you also have to take some of your own emotion out of it because a guy can come in sometimes to tell you what he thinks you want to hear from him. So you just gather all the information right. and then you process it all. But I, I'd rather them bring in more guys than less guys. But I think the smart guys, the true guys, will tell you what you don't want to hear. Yeah. The guys who really are smart, maybe Greg Roman will tell you some things that you may not want to hear about Justin. Like, everyone thinks that he for sure is the Justin Fields guy because he has coached Colin Kaepernick and Lamar Jackson. May, I'm not saying that this is true, but maybe he would tell you, oh, no, 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 no. He can't do what Lamar can do. He doesn't play from the pocket the way Colin Kaepernick and Lamar Jackson can. And by the way, I a year away from the NFL, I, I have tweaked some of my things that got me fired in Baltimore. Uh, Des Bryant tweeted about uh, run if you're a wide receiver. Like a lot of people believe the reason why Lamar, again, is an MVP candidate is because they went with Todd Monken. Yep. And that... They're going with more of a passing style offense and not just a run-oriented style. Again, maybe he's evolved as an offensive coordinator, and he's telling them some of the things he learned from being... You can't design an offense like his 2011 still. No. Like he did in San Francisco. So these are all things that I want to hear from all these different coordinators if I am Ryan Pohl. I'd be more bothered if they had only brought in one guy. Bring in as many guys and talk to as many guys as you possibly can. Like, gather the information. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing that they bring in Greg Roman. I think it's a good thing that you brought in other guys that come from different different systems. As much information as you can compile, the better you are. I mean, much yeah. better off you are. But I want to hear all these different opinions about my personnel, about the draft yeah. possibilities, what you think. Watch some tape on Caleb Williams. What do you think about Caleb Williams? Can you coach Caleb Williams? Drake May, too. Watch his yeah, tape. Watch his tape. Watch all these guys. What do you think of these guys? What's your intel on them? Watch the film. You don't see whether one of these guys can be the next Jordan Love. Why do you got to bring me down? It's a killer. Wait, I got something for you at, at three that, well, I think I'm going to blow your mind. That, not just your mind. Um, you two, Meller. You too, Tyler. It's, I'm going to give it in the form of a trivia question. Okay. And it has to do with Jordan it's Love. It's a statistical? Yes. Okay. It has to do with Jordan Love, C.J. Stroud, and the Bears. That's the teaser. Okay. Uh, both of them had a 157.2 quarterback rating in their first playoff performances. Okay. I do know that. Okay. Very good. So, so think about that at three. Big John on the north side. You're on Big ESPN 1000. What's up, John? Hey, Kansas City Chiefs just called the Chicago Bears. We want your two first-round picks this year and the first-round pick for the next three years. You get Patrick Mahomes. What do you do? Well, first of all, you can't do that, right? You can only – there's a maximum, isn't it, Mellor? Three, three first-round picks? And that's Except on draft that, day. Yeah, on draft day, you can – you could trade a fourth. Okay. Um, I, I, I deliver them to Kansas City, and I bring in Patrick Mahomes, who I think has got a really good chance to be the best quarterback that's ever played the position. Well, my, my theory is, all right, so we're going to give up all these picks, and we could be one injury away from losing a quarterback and having nothing. Yeah, but you're always an injury away from losing your quarterback, and then you're SOL anyway. I understand it. You know, it, this – for the last week now, and it's all about what C.J. Strode's doing. And, sure. you know, in, in Fields, 
and Fields, you know what? He's never really been given an, a line. He's never been given all the weapons. And the offensive... The offense Big John, again, play. I'll ask you. I'll ask you this. Who, yeah, go ahead. N- name the group of receivers that, that Jordan Love is throwing to this year. I, I just... If you would have just... I'm, I'm at a, a restaurant, and I'm having a heated discussion with about five of us listening to you guys. And I said that to them. I said, can you name me two receivers on Green Bay? Because, you look, they developed, and, uh, again, you're talking about a quarterback, Jordan Love, who sat behind It doesn't Rod. matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, wait, he still has to go well, and play, John. Who did C.J. Stroud sit behind? I know everybody's saying, well, that Fields just can't make that throw or read the uh, defense like all the quarterbacks do. So I, I, didn't, just, no, I don't think either one of us even mentioned Justin Fields in this conversation. We're talking about these other guys, and this is where the, the conversation goes sideways with me, John. To, to prop up Justin by tearing down C.J. Stroud or Jordan Love or Baker Mayfield or anyone. John, that doesn't make any sense to me. If you have a high opinion of Justin, that's fine. If you think that Justin will excel with a better offensive coordinator and more skill around him, I don't disagree with you. But to automatically just to prop up how you feel about our current quarterback by tearing down others and just saying, well, if Justin had this or... Those two guys are throwing to people that you most fans don't even know who they are. So let's can we just stop with that part of it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You don't have to. You can do whatever you want. But like I think that the concept and I know you're it hurts, but you're just joking. I'm not going to make any excuses anymore about Jordan Love has played the position pretty effing well. 21 touchdown passes and one interception in his last 10 games. He's doing it with a group of wide receivers that nobody knows who they are. His offensive coordinator is his head coach, and they've got a really good system. He has had the benefit of watching and learning, but he still has had to go out there and, and play. So, listen, if you want to, to prop up our quarterback by tearing down others, that's up to you. That makes zero sense to me. None. Can I, can I read you? I'm going to read you another stat from this weekend. I love it. This is, this is, this is in regard to it's got to be Marvin Harrison Jr. Pass on the quarterback, and it's got to be Marvin Harrison Jr. I want to counter that. Like, I love Marvin Harrison Jr. I. I love him. But I want to counter that based on this weekend and, and to what your point about what you watched with the Green Bay Packers and the Houston Texans and the other teams this weekend coming up next. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. I'm hoping it would fit into the recruiting profile. He's going to get the edge, guys. They've got a big shot. Williams talk over the next few months 
I think every three joint from Meller is going to be a Caleb Williams highlight. It's a lot to pick from. We could play every touchdown for from now to draft day. Every Caleb Williams college football touchdown. He is uh, the odds-on favorite to be the number one pick. Bears have the number one pick. So uh, we'll see what Ryan Poles decides to do. He do you declare. work up there? Do you work? Do you work on the OC? Do you work on the quarterbacks? And guess what? At the end of your process, just get it right. How about that? Get it right. Yes. Get it right. I Let's just, get it right. I, I want to be sitting here in a year from now saying, oh, boy, I love my quarterback. Like the Texans love their quarterback. Just like the, the Packers, Packers love, love, love their quarterback. quarterback. Like the Lions like their quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe more than that. Yeah, more than that. More than that. Like, yeah, yeah, Are just you guys like, going to start the, hating the on Jared Goff again? Is that what you're going to do? No, I mean, it's I mean, not. What are they in the second round of the playoffs? Isn't that what they're okay, doing? But no, the point is we want to love our quarterback. Jared Goff, you like. The leap from where we are to them, I mean, it's just... I want more than Jared Goff. Oh, I'm okay, sorry. that's fine. I'm sure Sylvie does, too. I do. I Like, again, I want I want to strike gold. I want Josh Allen. I want C.J. Stroud. Yes. I want... Of course. Finally. Mahomes. Uh, so, okay. Yes. Yes. But, uh, but if, in fact, if, in fact, you're, you're mining for gold doesn't turn up a giant nugget at the very least what you should hope for is something that you can take to the refinery and get paid for which means he's got to be somebody that's good and that can take you to the postseason and make some noise win a super bowl with now they traded him and and traded for a guy who won the super bowl instead of him I don't want. Look, I'm not trying to tell anybody to settle on anything. I'm just saying. I I don't want to get bogged down in the Jared Goff, Matt Stafford conversation. This is about. Oh, we have plenty of time. No, I know, I know. You want to hear this? This is about Marvin Harrison. Like a lot of people, about Marvin Harrison, trade away from Caleb Williams, and then draft Marvin Harrison. Trade down to three. And then let the two teams draft quarterbacks, and then you get Marvin Harrison. Because Marvin Harrison is the generational wide receiver. And I've always said, like, how many of those great teams have, like, the top wide receiver? The number one, the one who went in the top five. Here are, the, here are all the playoff teams from this weekend, and here are the leading receivers and where they were drafted. From this weekend. And I know this is just this weekend sample size, but I believe if you really look at the great teams, most of the great teams, usually their top receivers, are not drafted in the top This five. isn't a one-off. Jamar, Jamar Chase is, is usually the yeah, exception. Right. This is not a one-off. This is, this is basically the exception to the rule. Okay. So the Green Bay Packers' leading receiver was Romeo Dobbs this week. He was drafted in the fourth round. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs leading receiver this week. These are the winning teams from this weekend. Ro- the Kansas City Chiefs uh, leading receiver this weekend was Rasheed Rice. He was drafted in the second round. The Detroit Lions leading receiver this weekend was uh, Amaran Am- St. Brown. He was drafted in the fourth round. The Houston Texans leading receiver this weekend was Nico Collins. He was drafted in the third round. The Buffalo Bills' leading receiver this weekend, these are wide receivers, not tight ends, was Stephon Diggs. He was drafted in the fifth round. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers' leading wide receiver was David Moore. He was drafted in the seventh round. Um, And then you could go to the the Los Angeles Rams, and you can look at what 
Puka Nakua did. And before him, Cooper Cup. But Puka Nakua, I believe, had the highest receiving total of any wide receiver this weekend. I believe he set a rookie record of like 180 yards. And he was drafted in the fifth round. He was taken a round later, by the way, Ryan Poles, than, than uh, our Tyler guy, Scott. Tyler Scott. And he had 180 yards receiving. He set a rookie record in receiving yards this year. A rookie record. You didn't have to draft him third overall. He set the rookie record in receiving because the offense was smart. He had a good quarterback. And he had 1,600 yards receiving or whatever it was. So you don't have to spend the third overall pick on a wide receiver when you still got to go with linemen. You still have to go with a pass rusher. You still need a three technique. You still need all these different things. That's a luxury item in my book at least. And especially in a draft, especially in a draft that is rich with wide receivers. I mean, I I haven't seen the latest. You're going to get mocked to death here in the next couple of weeks, if not months. But my guess is, is there's probably four or five receivers that are going to be first first round grades. Like I'm talking top twelve picks too. The kid from LSU, the kid from Washington, obviously Marvin Harrison Jr. Um, Who else am I forgetting? There's one other. That that I'm. Did you say you said LSU, right? You said yeah, numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, look. Yes, my favorite route runner I think I've seen in the last decade has been Devontae Adams. What was he? A second round pick. Mm-hmm. Yep, great player. A lot of them are drafted in the second round. I mean, Justin Jefferson was what twenty three mm-hmm. in the first round, but but drafted twenty three. I'm with you 100%. It's not taking a shot at Marvin Harrison Jr. It's just the nature of the position. You can find guys where Marvin Harrison may end up having the better career, but the difference between him and maybe somebody that you find in the second, third, or fourth round isn't going to be an enormous gap. Mm -hmm. All right, let's uh, continue the conversation. All your phone calls next. And a quarterback stat from the Bears uh, that I believe... None of you guys will get this trivia question correct. You have some food on your microphone. I know. Okay. Uh, It's Waddle and Sylvie.